Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi there, this is Karun Chando, back from the Italian Grand Prix. Um, well, that was a bit one-sided, I think. Uh, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes just showed why they have proven to be the most potent power unit in this whole new uh, V6 hybrid era. To finish 35 seconds ahead of Sebastian Vettel and Ferrari is um, probably as dominant a performance as we've seen this season. You know, I think when you look at it, you know, Seb started further back, came through up to third place quite quickly. Uh, and at that time, the gap was only about five seconds to the lead. And I thought, oh, this could be interesting. Um, and maybe Ferrari are better than we thought. But... As the race went on, it just uh, was pretty, you know, obvious that the two Mercedes cars were in a league of their own. And that's a bit of a worry for Ferrari and, um, you know, all the people in the engine and power unit department in Maranello. You know, they've got to be scratching their heads because when we look through the rest of the season, you know, you've got places like Singapore, which will should favour Ferrari. Uh, we'll come back to that. But, you know, places like Suzuka, you need a lot of power to grunt up from Spoon Curve through the 130R. Abu Dhabi, you know, another circuit with fairly long straights, uh, big acceleration zones. Um, Mexico, obviously, massively long straight there. Um, and, you know, those are three circuits where it's going to be clear, I think, that Mercedes will have an advantage. So Ferrari... Have got to, they have got one joker left to play, which is they haven't yet introduced their fourth engine uh, and their final power unit configuration for this year, which Mercedes have. So Ferrari could potentially spend a bit of time developing that last power unit and then introduce it before the end of the year. And that, I'm sure, is what's going on. So let's look at the, the weekend on the whole. Um, you know, obviously, really, really messy Saturday. Such a long day. And as a driver... It's so tricky, you know, dealing with rain delays and waiting and wait, waiting forever. Um, you know, there's a lot of time where you're you're psyching yourself up, particularly in the build-up of qualifying, and you're getting ready to go for that big blast. And, and you you know, that is the the one time of the weekend where your senses are, are absolutely at that heightened level. There, you know, you're you're thinking about every time you hit the brake pedal. You're thinking about um, you know, every steering input you make, every throttle application, uh, you're thinking about every outlap and build lap, how are you going to bring the tires into the, the window? You know, your, your mind is at such a high level. And then there's a bit of a letdown when the session is red flagged and everything's stopped for such a long period of time. And, and you know, then you get a 10 minute warning to get it all back up to the, um, it is a challenge as a driver, but you know, that's where I think, experience counts and I think that's where uh, in some way a calm head uh, and a driver who's able to to really get himself at the zone um, quickly can can come to the fore so 
in the end, I mean, I thought Lewis's lap in, in Q3 was absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, the track conditions were changing all the time. And, and he, when you watch the onboard, you know, he is really, really good at moving around the track and finding grip where the grip was away from the traditional racing line. You know, you have to go out there and look for the grip and feel the grip and, and you have to understand where it is. And I remember racing in Monza in 2008 and... You know, the, the lines were so different. We had to break all the way on the inside. And then you go across the line uh, and across the rubber. And you, you have to use a lot of parts of the track um, to break and accelerate, um, which you wouldn't even imagine doing in the drive. But the grip level is so different. And I think Lewis exploited that really well. But hats off to Lance Stroll and Esteban Ocon. You know, both of them did a, a fantastic job in Q3. And actually, you know, a big... Big shout out to Stroll, really, because he, you know, Williams have been pretty underwhelming in wet conditions off late, but he was strong in Q1, Q2 and Q3. Uh, so he proved it wasn't just a fluky one lap. He was good in all conditions. And in the race, he held his own. You know, he had Massa behind him and he sort of hung on to the back of Ocon. And you'd have to say that the Force India is a more competitive package than the Williams these days. And, you know, really hats off to him I thought he did a, a great job all weekend and so did Ocon you know best of the rest behind the top teams um, and uh, you know did a, a good solid job um, the race itself as I said pretty uneventful uh, there was a bit of overtaking and a bit of ranting from Fernando Alonso on the radio but it wasn't the most enthralling race particularly at the front it was impressive to see Daniel Ricciardo come through the pack and Red Bull have shown that on a circuit where really they had no business to be competitive and, and in the same range as Ferrari and Mercedes on paper at least, you know, they had no business being there. In theory, um, sorry, in, in practice, when it came to it in the race, they were probably quicker than Ferrari. And, you know, Daniel from 16th up to 4th, um, a very strong performance. And that, you know, bodes well for them. Going to Singapore, Suzuka and Malaysia, I think the next three races should be really good tracks for them. And, um, you know, Singapore in particular, they should be really strong. I thought Max showed a, a little bit of impatience, you know, in that early part because, you know, he should have recognised that the Red Bull was a much stronger car than Williams and Force India and people like that. And really, if he'd been a little bit more patient, I think he could have got away without a puncture. And the fact that Daniel finished fourth, only four seconds behind Sebastian, probably tells you that what could have been with Max, I think he, you know, there's no question he could have been closer because he was already higher up the order at that stage. So, yeah, I think a bit of frustration from the penalties, obviously, but, you know, maybe he could have shown a bit more patience. Um... I think we ought to look ahead to Singapore and the rest of the season. You know, Lewis obviously ahead in the World Championship. There's not really a whole lot more to talk about um, from Monza, but he's now in the lead by three points ahead of Sebastian. And Singapore is a really interesting race because we've got a, a, a street track which is bumpy. You know, Monaco today has been resurfaced. Uh, it's no longer a bumpy challenge that it used to be. It's actually pretty smooth. Um, yes, it's slow speed corners. Yes, it's narrow. Uh, and, let, you know, you need a lot of good front end mechanical grip in the middle sector. Um, 
But Singapore is pretty unique. You know, it's a track where, you know, if you think two years ago, Mercedes got the setup wrong. Um, they thought the car was sort of three-wheeling. You know, there was, they had too much movement in it and they constantly had one wheel off the ground uh, and they were, you know, completely at sea. But last year, I think they got it together with Nico. Um, obviously, he won the race. But Lewis wasn't strong there. In some way, there was a sense that he was overdriving the car, a bit like in Sochi this year, a bit like in Budapest until the Grand Prix, I think Friday, Saturday. So I'm really interested to see how he goes when we get to Singapore this year. You know, the 2017 cars are different. There's more grip, there's more downforce, and that may help him. But um, equally, I think it's important to note that Ferrari and Red Bull are much closer to Mercedes than in years previously. So, you know, I think we're going into Singapore knowing that Ferrari are the favourites. It's a big chance for Seb to retake the lead in the World Championship. It's a chance for Ferrari to get Kimi possibly in second place and try and push Lewis further down. I think Mercedes are now going to start playing the games of, um, you know, team orders and making Valtteri start to play a more supporting role. So, you know, we're getting that stage of the season where we've left Europe, we're going to the last flyaways. There's firmly a sense of we're counting down now to the end of the season. Uh, there's still a long way to go, though. You know, in the past, end of the European season used to mean Suzuka and Adelaide. But now, um, what have we got? I think we've still got seven, eight races um, to go. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of seven races to go. So there's a lot of action still to come. But, um, yeah, apart from that, not a whole lot happened in Monza, apart from having the best pizza in the world, as usual. See you all in Singapore. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.